0: Our opinions aren't too tough, rough, or gruff. We are proof that you don't have to be an expert to have an opinion. So just...
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: This is Sports Stuff with Jim and
2: Moss.
0: This is sports stuff with jim and muff yeah let's go ga, 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 ga. welcome to another great grand fantastic magical episode of the number one sports betting pod well <laughs> sports podcast this is the betting episode Oop. coming out of the sports stuff with jim and muff enterprise this week a lot has happened jim
3: a lot so much i don't know if we're gonna cover it all today we're going to try real hard. It's just a lot to keep track of. We're
0: going to break down the college football conference championship weekend
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the playoff yeah. rankings. Yeah.
0: Along with yeah. NFL week 13.
3: Uh, yeah, that, that happened.
0: <laughs> that did happen. Uh, Nate joins the show as always for the NFL breakdown and for the beanbag bop. Alex will also be joining the show this week for the new segment, Quick Thoughts.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep.
0: Do you have any thoughts, quick thoughts on a, uh, a musical intro for that?
3: Not yet. I'm working on it. I'll get back to you.
0: Okay. As always, follow us at Sports Gym Muff on Instagram and Twitter. Follow, like, our Facebook page, Sports Stuff, W forward slash Jim Ambersand Muff. And do the thing on the streaming platforms by liking, rating, and reviewing the Apple, reviewing an Apple podcast and follow us if you use Spotify. Uh, leave us the review in Apple.
3: Please do let us maybe, know
0: maybe we'll get something special if we get good reviews
3: we don't know what we're doing so just like and do the thing just
0: just do it uh, tune in for the weekly betting show that happens right now during football season comes out on Thursdays
3: listen for just entertainment not for betting purposes because right now we're on tilt
0: i don't even know if i'm going to say we're on tilt we're just not good
3: we're just yeah we're just not good we t- were good t- once t- though tilt t-
0: t- would be like we're betting 10 to 20 games we're just betting the normal amount of games we're just not doing good
3: okay we're just not doing good we we may not be good at betting but we
0: still have fun with it yeah uh get pumped for the bull pick'em, jim any news for that before we get uh, into this so week the, episode
3: all of the uh sites that let you do the bowl pick'em were not ready on the sunday that we would record so hopefully if you're listening to this and you follow us on social media you'll see that we have it out So check social media for more details. Um, Hopefully ESPN or Yahoo or CBS, whichever one lets us do it the easiest, is ready and up and willing for us to get it started. I tried today on ESPN, and they were like, it will be ready in 12 hours. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll wait. (laughs) So you will see it on our social media. There will be prizes. Fun will be had for the first annual Sports Stuff with Jim and Buff. Bull pick them. Is this the first annual for the show? Yeah, we didn't do a bull pick them last year. That's right. Yeah,
0: this is a an old tradition reborn.
3: Pretty much, we gave up on it during COVID. So, well, gave up on
0: a lot of stuff. That's true. All right, here we go. Into the show, into the show, into the show. Let's go. Dun, 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 dun. Bah, bah, bah. NFL week 13
3: yay i'm not real happy with week 13 let me just get that out and i I have some conspiracy theories so conspiracy theory warning ahead um i'm not happy but let's get started
1: all right
0: as always nate joins us nate how you doing
1: i'm good my team won jim i don't know why your butt hurt your team one
0: Oh,
3: we'll get to it. We'll get to
0: it. Jim's butthurt, guys. But, I don't know why Jim's hurt right now either, so I'm being real honest. Uh, Nate, you uh, you have a plug plug for any food or anything? You got a little sandwich, would you? Yeah,
1: I got about a sandwich and a half now, but uh, hashtag Pat McAfee. Arby's is great. I'm going to bring it back.
0: Trying to get that Arby's gift card. On Thursday night, football, we had the Cowboys taking on the Saints. Taysom Hill takes the reins for the Saints, then proceeds to rush for over 100 yards. Mess up a finger on a throwing hand and lose the game against the Cowboys, 27 to 17. Right spot. Only 12 penalties called in this game as the boys seem to have this one in control all the way.
3: Mojo moments for days, baby. Mojo moments. Mojo
0: moments. So the Taysom Hill project. Do we do we think any differently after this game? Is it kind of is what it is?
3: I don't think he's got enough things around him to really say. That's just my my quick thoughts. Okay,
1: Nate? I agree with Jim completely. I mean, you don't have Michael Thomas here. haven't honestly looked remotely close to what you did last year, and then Kamara hasn't played in how many weeks. It'd be different if he had his full uh, amount of weapons there just to really get a good gauge for it, but I think they were just looking for a spark and they didn't get it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he did run for over 100 yards. Granted, I think it's because his – middle finger on his throwing hand was potentially broken, but we' gonna do. Next getting into Sunday football Colts Texans. the Texans returned to the form we all knew they had even with Tyrod Taylor under center which didn't even last the whole game. Davis Mills came in I think in the third or fourth quarter as a coach's decision to take out Tyrod Taylor and the Colts blank the Texans 31 to0. Jonathan Taylor continues his MVP campaign 143 yards rushing to tutties
3: this was the uh, outcome we thought would happen right yes i mean there's not much to say to this that this is what we thought would happen
0: they are who we thought they were
3: yeah yeah cue that song
1: that goes back to life back to reality <laughs> Here it ooh. is good <laughs> reference
0: Ooh. Next, we have the Vikings taking on the Lions, and Motor City Dan Campbell gets his first win as a Lions coach behind a last-second touchdown pass from Jared Goff, and the Lions get their first win of the season over the Vikings
3: 29-27. This hurt the uh, the betting show. This was the first strike in the betting show's heart. Good for Dan Campbell, though.
1: Now, Jim, i got to ask, with your, I mean, hopefully I'm not foreshadowing here, but your, bad coaches list is that put mike zimmer at
3: the top no 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 i like mike zimmer i am actually a mike zimmer fan so it's gonna be hard for him to get on the list
0: next we have the giants taking on the dolphins the dolphins keep treading water in our one game under 500 with a 20 to 9 win over the giants thanks to two touchdown passes from tua tonga Bailoa who is going up against Mike Glennon at quarterback. Daniel Jones unable to play today for the Giants.
3: Mike Glennon got a concussion in this game. So what's left in the Giants' bag? Like, who are they going to put out there? Saquon and the Wildcat.
1: Maybe. I'm just wondering who's next in line.
3: I just saw the report come up on the TV as I was getting ready for the show. He got concussed. So I don't know. I might be wrong, maybe I read it wrong, but that's what I thought I saw. As the boys now look at their phones to see if I'm right.
0: Oh no, I'm not worried about that. I'm actually curious who the next QB is. Jake Fromm.
2: Oh, we're good.
0: I thought Jake Fromm was with the bills. (laughs) I don't know, I just looked on the depth chart, unless it's an outdated depth chart, it was 2021.
1: You mean Jake Fromm State Farm?
3: This is awesome. (laughs) This is awesome.
0: Jake Fromm starting for the Giants, and Georgia is in the college football playoff. What else could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, next of the Bucks taking on the Falcons, the Bucks get a W after two straight losses, beating the Falcons 30-17 four touchdown passes by Tom Brady. Nate, back on the upswing here. What are you thinking about your Bucks?
1: Yeah, I was actually able to watch this on Sunday Ticket at my parents today, and it was the same kind of thing last week with the Colts. They... Really started off slow in the first half. Didn't look good, but second half turned it on. Pitched the second half shut out. And Chris Godwin had a freaking day, man. I mean, I think he had, what, 15 receptions for like 150 yards. It's a new franchise record for receptions in a game. But Did
3: you go to your parents just to watch this game?
1: No, I was up with my parents this weekend because my wife left me to go to New York City.
3: Oh, she didn't leave leave you, though. Let's clarify that for the <laughs> listeners.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> the not even, even clarify that she comes home with this time.
3: So she is coming home.
1: Yeah, she's a, on her way home with, as we speak. Okay, good. That's good. Good to hear. Eagles,
0: Jets, in another surprise, Gardner Minshew gets the nod at quarterback for the Eagles as Jalen Hurts is out with an ankle injury. Minshew Mania is back as he leads the Eagles to a thirty-three to eighteen victory over the Jets. Miles Sanders Sanders finally has a good game for the Eagles, 120 rushing yards, and Dallas Goddard gets two touchdowns from Gardner.
3: So is Minshew the answer for the Eagles? Yeah,
0: Minshew's always the answer for like two to three weeks. That's his. That's his mo. He comes in, does some good things, and then just falls off the place face of the earth.
1: All right, fair enough. Now, All one right. thing I got to point out though, with Scott's Jets though. I saw somewhere on Twitter they said they cut their kicker that they've had the past couple weeks and had a new kicker this week. And what did he do? 0 for 2 on PATs.
0: Yikes. I mean, there's a field goal in there somewhere, I'd imagine, right?
1: Um, Looking at the box score, no, they
0: oh, They went for 2 on six, the third six. one.
1: Yeah, they went for 2 on the second okay. or third touchdown, didn't get it.
0: Okay, that's what I was, I was like. There's 18, this seems to be, but then it's 3-6s, got it. Uh, Cardinals Bears, the cards welcome back Kyler Murray, and he helps lead them to a victory over the Red Rocket as Arizona wins 33-22 over the Bears. Andy Dalton tosses four picks in losing effort.
3: The maddest I've been at you for the entire season is the outcome of this game. I said to you on the betting show, come on, Muff, this is your boys. We should probably do this. We should probably do this. Like, no, no, give it a week. I did say give it a week. My ass. We should have
0: done this. Listen, to be fair, we record on Tuesdays for the betting show, and Kyler Murray
3: was still questionable. We should have done this. That was a bad.
1: I wouldn't bet on the Bears to cover, win outright, whatever, until they do it.
3: (laughs) I'm going Nate from now on. (laughs) Go ahead. I don't know who they play next week. Oh, good grief.
0: Chargers Bengals, the Chargers come across the country and help bring the AFC North in a tighter bunch than it already was as they demolished the Bengals and apparently Joe Burrow's hand, 41 to 22.
3: So I did get to watch parts of this game on my phone today. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, where have the Chargers been like this my entire life? My 35 years of existence. Where the hell were they? Now, Joey Bosa did get hurt today. Uh, but still, where have they been? Fantastic. Oh, in the I first f- What?
1: Fantastic in the first half.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Joey Bosa gets hurt. People catch on that they can't run. But still, it was. I love this. Love this. Thank Char-
0: you. Chargers win. Jim's team. Mm-hmm. Bucks Mm -hmm. win Nate's team TBD on my team here in a second
3: oh we're going to talk about that Jags versus Rams the
0: Rams dominate the Jags 37-7 snapping their three game skid breaking the OBJ curse question mark yeah maybe we see another we see another boat picture coming
3: on or are the Jags just everybody's punching bag
0: there's Urban trying to get out
3: I mean, OBJ had a decent game, had a touchdown, some long passes. I, it, I feel good about the OBJ landing spot in L.A. I think this
0: is... This is it? This is the this spot? This might be
3: a nice, nice spot for him.
0: All right, Jim. i let you take away the next one. So this, is the big, misses, this is a big win for us.
3: Oh, yeah. The risky pick of the week. The Mrs. Snyders uh, snatched hope from the clutches of the Raiders fans with a late-game field goal to win 17-15. T- to 15. Close game, most of the game. Uh, The Washington football team and the quarterback Taylor Tyler Heineke,
0: Taylor Taylor
3: Heineke, Taylor Heineke, on a five-game winning streak, and in his contract, he gets an incentive for every win he has, and that has net him 500k. So good for
0: him. Did he max out that incentive? I don't think so. Okay, I didn't know if that was where this came to be.
3: I don't think he's maxed it out yet. So good for him. I
0: don't what's uh I don't know what the what they're doing differently. I mean obviously they've had some injuries on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know how that's obviously it's changed their strategy to some degree, but I don't know on defensively if that's helped them or they're just running into teams that they have good like they have good game plans for. I have no idea. I don't know either. Alright, Jim, I'll let you take this one away, Raven Steelers, since apparently I think you have a Issue listen with
3: this game. Listen, okay, and I'm not saying it because it's the Steelers, but I am going to say because it it's the Steelers. Okay, I'm not saying what I'm saying. It. Steelers win, 29-19 twenty-nine, nineteen.
2: Because got
3: it. twenty to nineteen, yeah. because Jim Harbaugh decided John Harbaugh, whatever a stupid ass Harbaugh, went for two. Right, I contend. That this is because the NFL is rigged. <laughs> that's why <laughs> okay yes and I'm gonna tell you why listen this is my conspiracy theory okay so why is, this, why is it always a conspiracy with the Steelers win if this was a if there was a storyline like this for another team I'll tell you okay <laughs> in fact let's just act like it's not the Steelers quarterback X says hey guys we've had a long story history here I'm going to leave Okay, goes up against the up-and-coming star for the division.
0: Oh, Joe Burrow is not that man?
3: No. Okay. The, not is win. Joe Burrow on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. That star has a, has a bad game, wink, wink. Doesn't take over, wink, wink. Runs it down with 30 seconds left. Scores the tying touchdown uh oh this is a chance to snatch the victory from the retiring vet really putting him downtrodden he might not come back you know because he keeps getting kicked in the face let's go for two let's really put the dagger in the retired vet's heart they go for two and miss it why are you going for two harbaugh how does that make sense
0: you play to win the game
3: bs
1: <laughs> well i had a friend of the show text me he goes how stupid are the ravens there and i said you know Come to think of it, I don't think it was a bad decision for the Ravens.
3: Okay. Defend that, Nate.
1: So, Pittsburgh finally got going in the second half on offense. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback has looked like shit today and last week when he threw four interceptions. Okay. You're on the road in a hostile rivalry environment. Go for the dagger. Pittsburgh had all the momentum, scored that touchdown, going ahead with like two minutes or so to go. You drive all the way down there with, what, one timeout? With a quarterback that's not known for really throwing the ball down there? Go for the win. I like the call.
3: I think that they could have – leave it to the coin toss. Your defense can stop – and stop the Steelers most of the game. I think that you could have stopped them, taken the ball, and at least gotten to field goal range and won the game. Field goal doesn't win the game. It would have. It would have had. It would have had the Steelers won the toss. Oh, if yeah, the Steelers have won the toss, their okay. defense was strong enough to stop. Steelers, them. Steelers aren't
0: going to win that toss. I mean, yeah, the Ravens are going to lose the toss. I guess they have one to call it, but yeah. anyway, Steelers win. Thank you, Jim. And I think they're ahead of the, Bengals, the Browns now. So bye bye. It
3: doesn't take very much. Oh Jesus! Let's
0: look back at where Jim thought this. I think the Browns.
3: I, I, you're right. I think the Browns should be dominating, but they've fallen apart. The wheels have fallen off.
0: There we go. The wheels. Next, we've got the 49ers taking on the Seahawks. Close game that did not help the cause for the betting show this week. Seahawks win 30-23. Russ is cooking. 30-37. 231 touchdown, interception. Jimmy G. Also didn't have a bad game. Two teddies, two innings. And the uh, 49ers give up a safety in this one.
3: Yeah, I mean, Russ looked great according to the stats. I mean, people were very high on Russ in this game. Back to the old Russ.
0: Really, looking at these stats, I don't really feel any sort of way about him. 231 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I don't. That doesn't do much for me.
3: Just tell me what the people say, man. Kind of
0: averaging about seven eight yards a completion that's not good anyway Sunday Night Football Broncos Chiefs Nate what are we looking at here buddy
1: right now we're looking at seven nothing Kansas City thanks to a Patrick Mahomes touchdown run
0: all right Patty. next Monday night but wait, well, wait, wait, wait 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 wait
3: the shit of this game is okay Kansas City is probably gonna roll all over the Broncos or at least beat them handedly Okay, it's a good chance. Yeah, Kansas City plays the Chargers. That's going to be a different kind of game. I don't know why. And then the Broncos will beat the Chargers. Like I don't get these three teams. It's a whole. It's weird the way they play each other.
0: They just roll back and back and forth. Yeah, it's stupid. Monday Night Football: Patriots taking on the Bills. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got?
1: I want to say the Bills, but man, the Patriots are starting to look hot, aren't
0: they? I think, yeah. this is a, I think this is a Bills game. It's in Buffalo. I'm not going to say it's not going to be a close game. I'm going to say Bills by six.
3: I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah. I'm not confident. I just don't. In yes. Belichick, I trust. you know what I mean?
0: Let's go, Billy Boy. All right. Any other
3: NFL news, gents? Not off the top of my head. Joe Ooh.
1: Brady got fired.
3: On the mm, yeah, that happened.
0: Yeah. NFL. NFL carousel. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And that wraps up NFL week 13 breakdown. We're doing the beanbag bop. bop. Bop bop. Oh yeah, with no Sam here. We got no bopping. We got no boppers. I'm your guy. All right. That's that time where we have Nate. Break down some calls, good, bad, otherwise TBD.
3: Well, in I made college sure, and NFL world. Just call. I made sure to keep yeah. Well, we got some we got some pros, but I made okay. sure I st- kept Nate in the loop of my uh, championship game weekend. So I got some things to talk about, Nate.
1: Bring it on, Jim.
3: Let's start about the grounding and I, the grounding call in the Baylor Oklahoma State game. Go.
1: So. That play was a reverse, so quarterback gets it, receiver comes around on, not like a jet sweep, but kind of back behind in a toss motion. He goes to throw it, and nobody's open, so he throws it away. So hit him with intentional grounding, which at first I'm like, why are they throwing grounding after I saw the replay? Because there was a receiver in the area, but apparently there's a rule in college I was unaware of where. Only the person receiving the snap can throw the ball away like that, which still to me, it's like there was a receiver there. He threw it only like five yards out of bounds, but they brought it to the official, whoever was assigned to that game. He goes, oh, no, that's the correct call, and the pass was too far out of bounds for it to say there's a receiver in the area. But had it been the quarterback, it would have been no call, which I don't agree with at all.
3: Definitely a unique rule. Definitely a unique rule. I get it. I'm not I want to argue it. That was a good. Good rule, I think, but it's another privilege for the quarterback.
1: Yeah, and I'm not too familiar on that college rule, which is why I dug in my rule book and I sent you that screenshot from there. And nowhere in the officiating rule book for high school does it say anything that only the quarterback. It just goes on to say that uh, due to the growing prevalence of televised football, so that goes to tell you these high school kids they think are watching too much college and pro ball. And they can throw it away, which I think they need to change that rule in the high school game personally.
3: Fair enough. Next up, and Nate, I don't remember what game it was, but I was watching a game where the center judge ducked and was excellent ducking, and a pass was able to be completed over his head for a first down. And let me tell you, and I said this to my wife, that center judge had to play red better than the defense did because he timed that duck. He knew the ball was coming over his head. It was like he felt the defender coming behind him. It was awesome. Well done. And I believe you saw one. My question for you is, do you have a sixth sense on the uh, field for something like that?
1: No. I mean, I've had to do it once or twice before, even this year. But (laughs) when you're in the middle of the field there and you're watching the line, if you're looking at your three keys, which for my position, it's the two guards in the center. So usually the quarterback's right in that general area, unless he's rolling out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In that case, you're out of harm's way. But usually you can see the ball coming, even if you're watching line play. And it just comes out of nowhere. I mean, it's almost like when you see a deer dart across the road. It's not like it comes out of nowhere, but sometimes it does. If you're looking in the right place, you'll see it and be able to duck or try to get out of the way. I've actually – have. Bumped into receivers and DBs and linebackers more than I've come close to getting hit with the ball.
3: Hmm. All right. All right, Nate. Jim was all yeah.
0: over the ACC championship game.
3: <laughs> oh, I, that thought was the best game of the night. The suplexing. So a player went to tackle somebody. Okay. And he ended up suplexing him to the ground from behind. And it was called unnecessary roughness as it will be every time. I, I don't understand why. I disagree with that 100,000%. Well,
0: okay. Here's what we got to do. Nate, why is it a rule? Jim, after you understand the justification for the rule, why? how could you refute that? That's what we I, need
1: I, to do. I will listen. And this will lead back into a play that Muff had a question about. It comes back to the two-word phrase player safety. They don't want you lifting guys up in the air – and flinging them back on the back of their head.
0: Whiplash, Jim. Whiplash.
3: Okay. All Except right.
1: WWE, they don't want any Brock Lesnar suplex city dropping a guy on the back of his head.
3: All right, Nate. But if I'm running back, like if I'm running and I turn my back to my opponent, I'm allowed to keep trucking my feet and getting yards. Correct. How else do you want to stop me? You have to take me to the left or the right?
1: Yeah, there's other ways of making the tackle. And honestly, if you're tackling correctly, you're not going to be up that high trying to make a tackle. You want to get down low and wrap up the thighs.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to understand from Jim's perspective why this is the only way to make a tackle if you grab somebody around the waist.
3: No, I understand. I just want to make sure that, like, your the view of the referee is there's other ways to get it done, correct? Okay, all yeah. right. From my I, perspective, I the player safety argument is yeah. a legitimate argument.
0: From my perspective, if I'm holding on to somebody like around their waist, it's just as easy for me to show that they don't have any forward progress, and the play may be stopped anyway. I but disagree
3: like, with that statement, and that's what lift, I was wondering if they would go with lifting somebody up.
0: Okay, well, lifting somebody up. seems like the unnecessary part jim
3: i think that you the in today's football showing the end of forward progress is not a thing anymore because there's guys who are stopped and then they just wait for their teammate to push them another five yards and referees are letting it go
0: well is is that That's not illegal
3: Uh, right so like to say I lifted him up in the air to stop forward progress because I didn't want his teammate to push him another five yards. I understand the logic. I also understand. Okay, buddy, you lifted him up off the air and dropped him on his neck. It's not safe for the player. I get that logic from the referee. Like I get that too. So I understand. Doesn't mean I like it, but I understand
0: it. Get a P.I. call in this game, Jim.
3: Yeah, so the pass interference, I already talked to Nate about it, and he, he agreed with me. So, Nate, you want to explain that one?
1: Yeah, I think it, it might be the one that Muff tweeted about at the show. Am I thinking the right one?
3: I think so. Where it, was, it was like a mystery phantom one?
1: Uh, No, I think the one Muff's talking about. So there was an overthrow, a clear overthrow. The receiver was going to look like go up to try to catch it, but he didn't. And he got his clock
0: clean. Uh, this is in the Pitwake Wake Forest game. Jim's talking about.
3: Yeah, I think I
1: it's. I don't think I know which
0: one Jim's talking yeah, about. Yeah, um, I, I did. I did tweet about something in the the Pittsburgh, um, Baltimore game, but Jim was talking about something in the college game.
3: I'm talking about the one where uh, it was a phantom call that was like there was no receiver there, and they were calling pass interference, and you were like, "Yeah, I don't understand why it was pass interference."
1: Yeah, looking back at our messages, I see where we said that, but without seeing the play, I don't remember what happened.
3: I'll give you a pass, Nate. That's fine. <laughs> I I don't think that you saw the taunting in the Wake game. No, I did not. Wake Forest. A Wake Forest player got called for taunting. It's my first ever witness of a college player getting called for taunting. And what happened, Nate, was he stood over top of a guy he tackled and flexed. And got hit for unsportsmanlike conduct. Okay, what's your problem? I just wanted to bring that up on the show because we talk about taunting all the time. Right? <laughs>
0: that's that's two flags in the NFL, I think.
3: Yeah. So two flags just, and a fine. I just wanted to bring that up. That's but yeah. I,
0: the in the uh, the Pittsburgh Baltimore game, Nate, you saw that replay.
1: Yeah, I did. Where? Okay. The pass was like five or ten yards above the receiver. Said there was no way it was a catchable ball, and the safety comes over and just cl- decks him.
0: Yeah, it was just weird to me that, like, in, in the air of player safety, that's not a call. That's that. That's why, like, I understand if it was a catchable ball, but it was not mm. even anywhere close to him.
1: Yeah, and to me that's kind of borderline because it's the same thing when you think about when you go back to targeting. you got to drop the the intent thing in there. Of course he's going to go try to break up the play, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know going into that mm-hmm. that the receiver is going up to try to make a catch or not. He's going, okay, the ball's coming to this guy, i gotta go got to go – disengage the ball from
0: the man right and that's that's why like it was just the the player safety part was the part that i didn't get like and obviously i'm not on the field so i don't see but every even the announcers are saying yeah that was an uncatchable ball kind of a thing so i don't know odd to me odd to me other thoughts from the weekend gents anything you saw nate otherwise
3: nate i want you to talk about the the conspiracy more on the conspiracy please so what's
1: conspiracy
0: conspiracy for what
3: Oh, he'll, he'll let him go.
1: So back to Jim's conspiracy theory about the NFL being rigged. So I sent you guys a picture from the two-point play, and I'll send it to you guys so you can share it out, and Jim can go, go on and argue the Twitter world. So I'm watching it right before the snap, and I'm like, Pittsburgh's off sides. And to me, it's clear as day. I paused it and zoomed in, and I can't make out which – the lineman it is for Pittsburgh but his hand is not only in the neutral zone but it's almost past the ball and I know I've said it on the show before that you want players to make the plays to finish the game you don't want to make a call unless it's clear and obvious right to me I don't know how this gets missed but nobody on the broadcast any anything you didn't see any of the Ravens players or coaches say anything which to me makes me wonder did anybody see it other than me
3: that's right, folks. Our referee on the sports stuff with Jim and Muff, podcast, the number one sports podcast on this uh, enterprise, helping me prove my conspiracy.
0: Well, it, I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything to argue against this. It's on a. Where is the ball placed on a two point attempt? Is, is it, it? I think it's on a three yard line. Is it the tip? Where Where does the tip go in this? That's the question. Where Uh, does the
3: tip go? That's a good question.
0: It's a good question I have. Um, Take it any way you want to, Jim. Um, I always forget, look, when it's spotted at the three, is it on the
1: offensive side of the three, on that side of it, or is it at the – Well, think about each line is just like the goal line. So if the ball is on the three, the tip of the ball just has to touch the white of the line in whatever direction you're going
0: the reason I say this as a former center, I remember when the ball is placed, you always try to get a little extra out of it. So mm-hmm. for me, sometimes when I see the the ball, like a defensive lineman right on the ball, it doesn't necessarily mean there are the line of scrimmage because the line of scrimmage is should be judged by the sidelines, correct?
1: Yeah, so the guys on the sidelines are standing yeah. right there looking straight down the line. Right.
0: That's why I was curious. I mean, this one, it looks like it's very much – right on the line i just don't know if it's over the line that's why i was curious because it's definitely past the ball but that's why i always say as a former center i know that you try to get a you get a a foot or two if you can
3: not gonna admit you're cheating that's that's typical Steeler fan no i I mean you even
1: see that in every level like yeah the center picks the ball up on its axis and try to move it up like a quarter to half a yard i mean that's a given everywhere
3: yeah jim this is normal but do you believe that this was egregious nate
1: um, I think this had to have been called this late in the game.
3: Thank you. <laughs> is that why is this a conspiracy, Jim? I mean, isn't it funny that no penalty was called on the play that helped Big Ben uh, make Big it? Ben so wasn't that... even Big Ben wasn't even on the field, but Big Ben is still playoff eligible now, isn't he? He's still playoff eligible. if they we, lost. Can, we can we could extend the ride of the great Big Ben.
4: All right, I can stay silent no longer. Go ahead. <laughs> Alex Come on and out. Out. once this dealers i was just sitting here i was trying so hard to wait my turn and behave but i can't I do it i had to send alex the photo yes that's what prompted <laughs> did that hand would mark andrews have caught that ball if that hand wasn't there
3: is it a rule that's broken
4: jim these
0: are he, would you need to answer Alex? jim needs to answer alex's question first
3: he may have he might have felt rushed without that pressure coming at him. He might have caught that. <laughs> Was that the
0: defensive line who put pressure on him? But the whole rush, the whole play,
3: rush the whole play,
4: but they didn't. But don't you think that if that, if he would have, if the player would have seen like if, if I'm rules Lamar had been Jackson, fallen, followed, things may have worked properly. If did a single Ravens player make a big deal about them being off sides?
3: I wasn't on the field, were you?
4: I don't know. no one cared. I don't know. No, that, I, I agree, it's a rule. It's a rule, but in the grand scheme of things, did it affect the outcome of the game? We don't know. It may have. This rushed. is just me basically defending the Steelers. This it is may not have rushed the, the thinking
0: of Lamar Jackson. I'm not in his head. Are you? Are you Lamar Jackson? Do you know
1: he was? It may him? have.
3: It may have. Well, how can you say it's a conspiracy if you were in anybody's head? I because the rule is meant to be uh, policed and followed, and it was not. Apparently the rules Jim, are going to be broken. Our number we one rule
4: follower here is we're just with Jim and Mom. The
3: rule was supposed <laughs> to be followed and it was not.
0: Jim. And suplex, it happens to su- extend. Jim suplex is a necessary roughness. Follow the rules, buddy. I have never suplexed anyone in my life. Well, neither of you lined up offside, so I don't understand why you can like pick and choose. Because either. it is a, a rule. Is our a referee reference.
3: says it's a rule. We have the expert here. We're gonna to defer to the guru, and he said well, it should have been called well defer to the guru on your suplex then i am he's right yeah. i understand his logic doesn't mean i agree with it but uh, he's right he's got good logic okay. well, we, alex and i don't agree with you even though the ref said oh we agree with nate we don't
4: agree with you okay. you're missing the point <laughs> That's <fair. laughs> i'm not okay. arguing at all that his hand was across the line okay that's all I need. I was just saying, if we come down to the end of the season, we're going to be talking to you, and you say we buy some miraculous chance to make the playoff. Are you going to be like, well, if that hand miraculous? It? I'm like, it's, it's not the miraculous. Team
3: the fix is in, Alex. You're in. Don't worry about it, buddy.
1: Wait, does that mean Jim believes Pittsburgh's winning the Super Bowl?
3: I think they're going to be in the playoffs. We got to we got to let Big Ben's ride go on. Him and Coach <laughs> right. K got to live out the glory day. Okay. <laughs>
4: they lost, Jim. <laughs> they're yeah, going to ride it out, great. buddy. All right. Yeah, you should. All right. You of all people should be pumped about that. Yeah.
0: Jim tried to get me pumped about it. We'll talk about that. Maybe. I don't know. We we'll probably won't be talking about it later. It's basketball. We all know Jim cares about basketball really much. Alex, did you have a uh, play from a game?
4: I did. I actually did have one play that I was, I've was. i been thinking about. Uh, did you watch the Saints game on Thursday? Nate?
1: Uh, very little.
4: Oh, uh, There was a play. It, was a, it basically changed the whole outcome of the game as far as the uh momentum so there's a blind side block
1: oh yes that was a stupid
4: okay and i read about it and technically the letter of the law said something about you can't block with like your shoulder or your forearm unless you're in the in the plane of field going towards the other team's end line but well, doesn't this all come back to what you say about you shouldn't make or break yeah i mean i mean it's a good block <clears throat> it wasn't malicious i mean no, when you think of blindside block,
1: the f- first play that you really ever think about seeing it is on a punt or a kick return.
4: Yeah, which makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's me watching that live, that is not a blindside block. If anything, you can call a block in the back, and it's still questionable. Yeah. But when you think yeah, blindside block, like... block, I'm thinking of a guy coming with a head full of steam, coming to take your head off, and you don't see it coming. You mean exactly. to tell me that guy didn't see that block coming? Come on.
4: There's three people in the backfield. You, the guy blocking you, and the quarterback. I think you saw him, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I just wondered your take on that. If Everyone else pretty much thought it was atrocious as well. Oh, yeah. That might be the
1: blown call of the year.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Of the year, Jim. Of the year. Wasn't it the Saints that got the, like, pass interference call that wasn't pass interference that, like, blew their season basically a few years ago? Against the Vikings? Yeah. Maybe. I just thought maybe the Saints had poor luck.
1: Yeah, Saints are puzzles. Really yeah.
4: They also have Bounty Gate, so. And that
0: wraps up this week's rendition of the Beanbag Bop.
2: Everybody get your beanbag ready to rock. Follow me and have fun to the beanbag bomb. college
0: football
3: conference championship weekend has come and passed it has very exciting very depressing ups and downs it is what it is
0: why was it depressing jim
3: i there were some outcomes i did not want to have hurt my wallet too some of my bets i lost
4: i was gonna say it depends
0: Listen, precursor. I went over this week. Um, <laughs>
4: yikes! W, I yikes! Double yikes! Triple yikes! For that, like yeah. we talked about it in different different segment, but
0: different different time, different place. Different time. Let's go. As you can hear, Alex is here. To talk about college football conference championships. And to start out, we're going to get into the we'll call them the lesser conference championships, and then get into the more important ones. Um, <laughs> First, we have the Roadrunners of UC University of Texas San Antonio getting the win over Western Kentucky, forty-nine to forty-one, in Conference USA action.
4: I feel like you stand UTSA at some point earlier in the season, and then ended up betting against them. I know this is a betting show, but I meant to bring that up and lost. To be fair, I they thought won't...
3: Western Kentucky had this in the bag. Loyalty
4: through and through. You should have stayed. I,
3: I just I just now learned that Western Kentucky lost. Like I was the <laughs> second year old. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Hilltoppers? The Hilltoppers. Just now learned. Chippenow. What's the huh. big red something mascot? Didn't go yeah, out. I have
0: no idea what it is. Yeah, it's it's an odd mascot. Red I don't know red if there's balls. any Hilltopper mascot I've ever found that makes sense to me. Um
4: It's a bear. A Hilltopper could be anything on top of a head. hill. Red blocks Either way, they lost. Yeah. That
0: West Kentucky loses to the Roadrunners. Beep, beep. Utah State over San Diego State, 46 to 13 in Mountain West action. Chalk okay. up loss number two for me in college football. <laughs> uh, in the Sun Belt, Louisiana, Lafayette, the Rage Cajuns. The Rag and Caggins. Sorry, Joe. Get one over on the Mountaineers of Appalachian State 24 to 16. Some belt champions, rag and Yeah, we're good. Everybody's got a lot to say. Northern Illinois over Kent State, 41-23 in Maction.
3: This was not a good game.
4: No, I was kind of upset. Usually is pretty good.
3: Even my five-year-old. So I gotta tell a story real quick. My five-year-old, uh, Her punishment this weekend was to not watch TV. Okay. So the only TV she was allowed to watch was football. (laughs) So I did good the first day she watched no TV. I watched no TV until she went to bed and except I took her to lunch and I was like, I gotta watch some football. So I went to the Outback and I sat down and I watched the football on the TV and she was watching glued to this game, and she was like, "Dad, the red team, so much better than the other team." I was like, "Yeah," she's like, "Yeah, it, that other team sucks." I was like, "I know, I'm sorry." She's like, "I don't get it," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." I was like, "I don't know what to do." Like, she's like, "I thought this game was supposed to be good, Dad." I was like, "I."
2: <laughs> I don't want to tell you, man. She's,
3: alarm.
4: she's alarmed. She's alarmed by if, the, the If I, I have to
0: watch football, I want to watch good football, and this football yeah. stinks. Yeah, she she's was like, mad. Double punishment? What did I do?
3: <laughs> yeah, she's like, this sucks. But she was glued to it because it's the only TV she got.
0: <laughs> In the ACC, oh. Pitt victorious over the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest, 45-21 and become ACC
3: champions. Love this game. Loved every minute of this game.
4: What a great game. What I didn't game. watch much of it. Oh, I, was, I was on the other game.
3: This was great. I was riveting football. Loved every bit of it.
4: <laughs>
0: riveting football. Kenny Pickett breaks Dan Rito's touchdown record at Pitt. Yeah. Um, is Kenny Pickett a Heisman, a real Heisman candidate? No. Like really in the consideration? I no. think he deserves
4: to be a Heisman candidate. I don't think you he's You think a he needs
3: to go to New York? Candidate. He needs to go to New York and make that trip, like have that honor of going there. Yes, yeah. Oh, I I'll give it to him because I think his stats are there, but watching him play, yeah, is very hard to watch.
4: I think I, I think just saying like, "Hey, you were one of the," top. I think there's like something to being a Heisman candidate where you almost have to like map out like, okay, here's your top like three that like okay the, these are your Heisman candidates, and I think there could be some guys like. You were good. You deserve to go to New York and get recognized as a top player this year.
3: He's a solid number five for me in, in the candidates. Five? Yeah. Who's four? Who's three? Stroud would be four. Who's three? Um, I think, what's the kid's name from Ole Miss? Corral. Uh,
4: oh, yeah. Um, yeah Matt Corral. Matt yeah. Corral.
3: Uh, Bryce is one.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think I think Muffnet called that.
3: Yeah, he's definitely one after that. And then I'm sure I'm missing two other people, but the kid from Pitt is not.
0: Uh, you know. Here we go. The current odds: Bryce Young uh-huh. at minus thirty five hundred. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end, oh, Michigan, yeah. plus sixteen hundred. No, Kenny Pickett yeah. and C.J. Stroud
4: tied at plus three thousand. And Matt Corral at plus five
3: thousand. We get that mission. I
4: love Aiden Hutchinson being part of the conversation, though. He's Ugh. on the same level of. I don't think he is going to win the Heisman. I know this hurts you, Jim, but I Ugh. and I'm talking about a pit player. So I mean, I think he's good too. I think that Aiden Hutchinson deserves to be in the conversation. Not legitimately. I think Bryce Young is going to win it. I think that's who should win it. Yeah. Move on from like the winner, but I think Aiden Hutchinson deserves the trip to New York. No. I know, that's hard. Let's
3: get know. back to the pick kid for a second. <laughs> His style of playing, what NFL team's going to take him?
0: <laughs> I feel like he's a Col- He's like Carson Wentz Jr.
3: His drop back is like 20 feet. And then he marches back up to throw the ball. It was nerve wracking. Like He's, Happy
4: Gilmore, like running through. Yes. You know?
3: He's very nerve wracking yeah. to watch play the ball because you're just like, kid get rid of it, kid get oh man, you make magic happen. But like he he reminds it, you of Lamar Jackson that he can get out of a mess, but man, he puts himself in that mess. It ugh, I like the game. I'll tell you that much
0: real quick um i watched didn't watch all of this game i watched enough of it to hear about the announcers talk about NIL in a different light which i thought was really yeah. cool yeah um you know you've got the discussion of oh, all these people all these big name players are getting hundreds of thousands maybe up to million dollars for NIL deals and you don't hear about what's going on with the money during this game you heard about two pit players one star receiver jordan addison used uh, money from NIL to invite kids from at-risk neighborhoods in the Pittsburgh area to the UNC game earlier this year. Talked about mm-hmm. that. And then long snapper Cal Adonitis is going to be donating his hair and as part of this they've um, been raising money to go through UPMC Children's Cancer Center and it's over $100,000 that is will be raised to be donated after this is done.
3: Yes, both amazing things. Can I tell you that RG3 and the guy that the announcer that he's partnered with. I can't think of a guy's name off the top. But whenever those two do games, it seems to me, and I don't know, maybe it's a deal that RG3 has or the pair have. They bring more social issues and social light to the players of the games that they're calling than any other announced team I've seen. And I thought that during the game, like, man, they really get in to the players of the game, I'm watching. I like it. I think it's yeah. cool. It's nice to see the insides of the players' interactions. I like it. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Next to the Pac 12, Utah over the not so mighty Ducks of Oregon, 38 to 10.
4: Oregon I don't like that. Them,
3: I like it, but I don't like it. I didn't want Oregon to win. Now Utah plays Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> and if Ohio State struggled with Oregon, watch out for Utah.
4: You're ready for the run, Jim. That's all I'm going to say. Don't be if rough, you want, so, why would I? If I were you, I would have wanted Oregon to win and had yes. a rematch. Right? Well, I think, they I, had, played I, Ohio think State. I had
3: money on Utah. I, th- you I did. think. That's why. I needed the money. But on the flip side, like, I wouldn't mind the rematch of Ohio State versus Ohio Yeah, because then
4: if you win, you can be like, okay, we're deep. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: In the Big 12 action, Baylor takes down Oklahoma State. The Cowboys go down 21-16. to 16. Did Baylor anybody, see, anybody see the end of that
3: game? No. Yes. Ooh, yes. If you're that kid running that ball and you missed that touchdown by inches.
4: Literally, the wind could have knocked over the pylon on the way by, like with the ball. It was –
3: you're gonna wake up with and cold sweat nightmares for probably weeks.
4: Yeah. Weeks. I mean, it's not his yeah. fault. No, I don't blame. But, but I, don't, he, I go yeah. ahead. No, I don't. Whenever the NFL players that like shit like that happens, I don't feel as bad. You're getting paid like millions. Of dollars. Those college kids, I'm like. That sucks. Like you, when it was like a zero or hero moment, and I would not felt as bad if he'd have just got like tackled in the backfield. It was not a good play, whatever. Yeah. But to end like that, I was like, my heart hurts for that kid.
3: I instantly was like, he'll he'll not live that one down for a while. No. Yeah, that's horrible.
0: I mean, the only I guess the only consolation is they were probably weren't going to get into playoff anyway. So you didn't
3: know that then. You I'm saying sure you, know you didn't that, know
0: that, then. And then, But in hindsight, now for this, for this, yeah. for this kid, he can't. He can look back and say, "Oh, uh, at least, Georgia. yeah, at least this wasn't the make or break between us getting into the playoff." Yeah, but you're think right.
3: about like you got a Big Twelve championship on in your hands. Uh, it, yes, it doesn't hurt as bad because you're missing. You didn't miss the playoffs, but it still hurts. God, I feel so bad. I don't even. In
0: the American Athletic Conference, Cincinnati takes down Dana Holgerson and the
4: Houston Cougars, thirty-five to twenty. Love it, loved every second of it.
3: <laughs> I think that I think this was a coming out moment for Cincinnati. I have issues with Dana Holgerson and the way he coached his team coming out of the, out of the third quarter or out of the halftime. Um, good for Cincinnati. Express
0: your, express your issues, Jim.
3: I don't know how you come out in that slugfest in the first half and then just give all the momentum away. And I feel like that's a Dana Holgerson thing. Like, I feel like he just lets oh, the engine. The big games, Yeah, just lets one big thing suck the wind out of his team. And that's what it looked like happened. Because he he could have stayed in that, it could have been much closer. And I I totally blame the coaching on that one. Ooh,
0: is that a little uh for foreshadowing? Yes. Okay. In the Big Ten Championship, Michigan destroys Iowa forty two to three, winning the Big Ten Championship and solidifying their spot in the playoff.
3: Ask me how much I watched of that. Well, it was on during
0: the same time as a game that you said you watched. So I'm going to say you watched
3: uh, almost none of it. Zero seconds of the Big Ten game.
4: Jim and I watched differing games that night. But that's because I really wanted to hit that over because y'all said I wouldn't.
3: That's true.
0: Let's, I mean, Michigan had no reason to hit that over for you, but they did. Didn't have to score another touchdown with a minute left. They didn't have to. Technically.
3: Did you know that they were they did the forty two thing on their jerseys?
4: Yeah, yeah. I think that's why they did it. That's fair. Good for them. I, that's a good point. I I, that I I knew that that was the score and it lined up and stuff, but I didn't think about maybe they did it on purpose for that. Yeah. Yep. But that's cool of them to do that too. Mm-hmm.
0: And in the SEC championship game, the game that pretty much put in. Definite, definite spots for the college football playoff. Bama takes down the Georgia Bulldogs and their vaunted defense, 41 to 24, to take home the SEC championship game. Nick Saban did it again.
3: This was right. hard to watch. It was. This, this was hard to watch. This was hard to explain to like my wife going, she said, how does he do that? Like, what is it about Nick Saban? And I was like. I don't have an answer for you. Like, I don't. How? Because it shouldn't have been this big of an ass kicking. I don't understand.
4: That's so why he's the goat, man. Yeah, I can't take that from him. It just—I'm so sick of watching Alabama win. I really am. I have nothing against him like morally, whatever. You know, what? I don't. Okay. I'm just so sick of watching him win. I was rooting hard for Georgia, and I really don't usually root for Georgia either. But... I felt the way
3: you felt three years ago, like three championships ago. Yeah. And then I realized that I'm actually watching greatness. Like, yeah. but This how is long, probably how, how Bear Bryant's – people who watch Bear Bryant, that's how they felt. And now look at Bear Bryant as like the coaching legend. So
4: yeah, and I I see that. I guess I just want to see other programs like, like where does the where does it turn to some another program that gets like the top recruits? And then, I don't know.
3: Well, you're looking at Cincinnati, Michigan.
4: I know that is that's. Georgia, true, right.
3: they all got a shot now. You're right, but you still got the king. I would love,
4: I would love to see Cincinnati come out and upset Alabama.
3: We'll get to that. I
4: have no faith that it's actually going to happen but that would put me on a sports high
3: you know what for you for you we should do this right now we have the four people that are in and we'll get to our poll breakdown but let's just do it right now who do you think wins alabama cincinnati real talk alabama muff
0: alabama yeah Alabama by two or three touchdowns <laughs>
3: I think Cincinnati and I intend to put money on it.
4: Yes.
0: Here's what I want to see. Hold on. This is a big precursor. Fourteen precursor points. to betting show. Is that Fourteen the that's a spread?
4: Yep. Please. Uh, that's not two or three listen. touchdowns.
3: I guess I'm That
0: was right on.
4: Michigan,
3: Georgia. Who you got? No spread out for that game yet. That's
0: interesting.
4: That one. I want to. I that's gonna be a good game. I'm rooting for Michigan. Unfortunately,
0: Sorry. yeah. Unfortunately, I'm as uh, as much as I want the Big Ten, I think Georgia's gonna win by ten plus.
4: I don't. I know. I think it's I think, a really close game.
0: I think Georgia's defense can. I don't think. I don't think that Michigan's passing attack can do what Bryce Young did, and unfortunately for Michigan, I think Georgia can control the line of scrimmage.
4: Jim, go dogs because <laughs> you want it or because you think they're going to win both okay that's fair
3: that's I think. so you're going to
4: have a cincinnati georgia national championship muff and i're going to have a bama georgia yep
0: who wins right. that game jim
3: <laughs> i'm i'm not going to say because i need <laughs> to keep that for the pick'em.
4: there you go you're right you're right
3: I will not divulge who's gonna, who I have for the winner.
4: All right. This was foreshadowing. You have to listen on Thursday. I don't
0: know. Are we going to get into all of them
3: on Thursday? Mm. We're going to get into some. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have to talk about all the games. We'll talk. Well, we got like two more shows before we get all the bowls. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Let's get into my list of worst coaches per gym. <laughs> Number one spot, James Franklin. I, I, you still hold that spot in my heart. Second, Scott Frost. He's
0: laughing all the way to the bank. That's all I'm saying.
3: Oh, absolutely. Third, Steve Sarkeesian. Fourth, Dana Holgers. Five, and he may end up falling off the list because he may get fired. He still has a job now, I think. Manny Diaz. Anybody want to give me the update on what the hell's going on with Manny Diaz?
0: Mario Cristobal is expected to be named the coach,
3: but he's they haven't fired <laughs> Manny Diaz.
0: I feel like that's coming tomorrow.
3: Okay, and then the reserve spot for JH. <laughs> I was gonna say, Wow, I was... that's reserved That's
0: Jim Harbaugh for anybody who wants to know. And I'm Jim not Harbaugh... say
3: his name because I don't feel like he deserves for me to put him on this list right now.
0: I would hope not. He made the playoff.
3: He didn't make the playoff. What is he in then? Please elaborate further on that comment. His team made the playoff. He did not make the
4: playoff. Okay. Okay. So did Alabama make the playoff, or did Nick Saban make the playoff?
3: The whole unit made the playoff there.
4: Okay. But not in the other case. Not in that case, no. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I was just being tried all my ducks out and knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Yep uh jim
0: harbaugh what a good coach uh,
3: <laughs> you're gonna get me fired up i'm not ready for this
0: uh, all right so we're gonna chat a little bit about uh the the rest of the breakdown yeah so final, the, not the final rankings but it is the final rankings those final rankings come out after the college after the playoffs. this is the
3: final rankings before the bowl season this is right. the final we don't get another playoff committee all right
0: we still get ap so polls though
3: the playoff committee has dubbed these your rankings muff you moved it to 15 can i ask why
0: because i was interested in the shakeup from 10 to 15.
3: okay so one alabama two michigan three georgia four cincinnati five notre dame six ohio state seven baylor eight old miss nine oklahoma state 10 michigan state 11 utah 12 pitt 13 byu 14 oregon 15 iowa i'm not even getting into the ap because they don't really matter anymore the AP,
0: the ap swapped baylor Ohio State, and then 10 to 15 and the ap was a bunch of flips um with Who iowa cares? iowa not making into the top 15 Oregon, Oklahoma, and Oregon rounded out the top 15, and Oklahoma wasn't even in the college football playoff top 15.
3: They don't matter. College football playoffs the only one that matters right now. My picks that don't matter now, I have Bama at one, Cincinnati at two, Michigan at three, Georgia at four. And I did that simply because I don't know how you have the only undefeated team at four doesn't make sense to me because they don't want the immediate rematch of alabama and georgia I, uh, I don't think that's fair but whatever five i have ohio state why because i'm a homer
4: Okay.
3: at me i don't care six notre dame i don't i don't really like that but i don't think i can have a choice uh seven baylor because they're a conference champion Eight, Old Miss, quite frankly, because I think uh, they're the third best team in the SEC. Nine, Utah, because they're a conference champion. Pitt, because they're a conference champion at 10. Eleven, uh, Oklahoma State, because I think they're that damn good. Twelve is Oregon, because uh, I think they're the second best team out of the Pac-12. Obviously. Thirteen, uh, (laughs) Michigan State. I don't know i guess they're okay it's like they're better than all the teams below them 14 byu and 15 i have wake forest go ahead all right
0: i got bama one michigan two cincy three georgia four That just all the teams michigan and cincy one so gotta believe that I can't change my rankings from last week on that end. Uh, Bama jumps to one with their win over Georgia. Georgia falls to four. I have Notre Dame at five, Baylor at six, Ohio State at seven. Baylor is a conference champion. Gets the nod over Ohio State you know. for
4: now. Omaha,
0: um, Ole Miss eight, Utah, nine. Similar to Jim, again fell into the conference champion pool of Pitt, moving up to ten. Oklahoma State at 11 after their loss Michigan State at 12 BYU comes in at 13 14 Oregon and
3: 15 Iowa I argue with just the Iowa I think Iowa should be way lower way lower when you get smoked like you got smoked like that I don't think you should be in the top 15
0: well then Oregon gets smoked twice by Utah and they're still in the top 15
3: They didn't get smoked as bad as Iowa. They both lost their sure conference championships. It looked they, ugly.
0: They both lost their conference championships. So
3: I, I get it, but yeah. Iowa doesn't need to be in the conversation at all. And I think that's evident by the New Year's Six games. Like, that's, We five, all know the
0: New Year's Six game is not about how good the team is, it's about how much money they can draw. We all know Get this. out of here, Muff. We Get all know this. Here. We all
3: know Michigan this. Michigan State's can draw money more than Iowa.
0: Yes, Michigan State can yeah. draw more money than Iowa. All right, fine.
4: Uh, you're right. I thought about it. You're right. <laughs> I knew. I knew deep down he knew because he gave it up. <laughs> maybe if the game's at Iowa and
0: they're waving to the kids at the hospital, like, yeah, you can draw money there or yeah. draw a crowd at least. But
4: no, Iowa's not a draw as far as it right. goes. You're right. <laughs>
3: That's college football. Uh, well, Alex, has Alex had any thoughts on this? No, oh, yeah, I, I pretty true. much
4: agree with I pretty much agree with Muff. No, no. That was Not agreeing just. with Muff. Not no, too. it was because we said what? Bama, Michigan, Cincinnati, Georgia. Yep. And then I had the same Notre Dame. And then I did the same thing. I had Baylor over Ohio State just because they're a conference champion.
3: All right.
4: And then Ohio State. And then from there on out I really didn't care too, too much.
3: Fair enough. But Fair
4: enough. I agree with your theories of commerce championships should mean something when it comes to putting you in order.
0: That's it. And that wraps up
4: college
0: football.
3: It's time for Quick Thoughts. We have a, a new host of Quick Thoughts. Alex, you are now the host nice. of Quick Ooh. Thoughts joe is still a co-host when you can't be here but yeah you are now the host of quick thoughts
4: make sure, she'll sure, my guest appearances on my guest appearances we're gonna it's gonna be great
3: yeah so welcome thank you, you. Know how this works right
4: yep i say right. things you and muff say things if you talk too much i cut you off
3: yeah you give us the gong
4: <laughs>
3: yeah that'll work
4: okay You said give us the gong, right? Yes. Okay. Just got confused. Got nervous. Got nervous. All right. Going on. Moving on. So gong shows what this is. All righty. Are we ready? Yeah. Ready. Quick thoughts. Go player one. We're going to the NFL first with our quick thoughts. Antonio Brown presents a fake vaccine card and gets a three-game suspension along with two others, but let's look at the big one. Yes, Jim. I want Jim to talk about this first, because Jim tried to goat me into
3: saying bad words. So, uh, I think that, you know, it's a it's a good thing he sh- he's suspended. I think all punishments should be equal for everyone who may or may not have lied to the league.
4: Muff? <laughs>
0: I'm not sure who Jim's talking about, but if he's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' vaccination status was well-known by the league and his team because he had to follow the protocols in the team facility, which included... Follow the protocols awareness. in the facility. Jim,
3: Jim. I'm sorry. That's okay.
0: Yeah, but the NFL and the team were aware. They were
4: punished. So was he. They mm-hmm. were fined. Now, I'll give Jim one chance for a rebuttal.
3: Were the punishments equal?
4: Were the... Where the crime's equal. <laughs> and that's where we will leave it on that topic because these are quick thoughts. The next one, big Ben expected to retire at the end of the season. Muff, let's We've heard this before. <laughs> Get out of town.
0: We'll see. We'll believe it when we see it. Jim
3: rebuttal. I think this is all part of the conspiracy I spoke of earlier. I think he probably will retire, but this is him leaking it to his teammates early was more of a motivation to try to get them into the playoffs. So Big Ben's right.
0: a master motivator? Got it. That's what I heard. You, you
4: would. All right. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm here. Be a long time. All right. Moving on to a college atmosphere. Brian Kelly's speech at a basketball game. Muff said last week he was safe pick, but forgets that he was part of student dying after going up in a cherry picker in high winds, and an academic scandal that required two years of victories vacated. Oops. Dot dot dot. Whoops, <laughs> that was me reading from the note that I was given. Muff, coach, guess it. Uh, <laughs> nope. So, uh,
3: Muff. Yes, James let's talk about that accent first and that speech. Let's talk about, you did forget about the whole cherry picker thing and the uh, academic issue. I don't think it's a safe pick. Uh, I said it was a
4: safe pick and then you agreed with me.
3: Yeah.
0: Which is why I had to revert and be like, I made
4: a mistake. Okay, wait, wait, this is Jimothy's turn. Jimothy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, ref. And
3: I also don't think uh, that accent, I, I sent you a, a meme about that. I hope you, you saw that. What happened? Where did that accent come from?
0: Does that mean it's my turn now? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's your turn. Sorry,
4: go ahead and muff.
0: Brian, Brian Kelly spent a week, a few days—I don't know what—he sat it down in Baton Rouge, and he picked up on the accent. And I feel like uh, he just—he was trying to—he was trying to sound like he belonged. And unfortunately, his family did not get put into the right light of this. Brian Kelly, where's he from? Massachusetts. Yeah, he's He's got the Boston, the Boston Mass thing going on. He, he, needs, he needs to lean into that and not think that he's Kojo. Because he's not. Never yeah. going to be. Go
4: no
2: Tigers. It's Kojo here. Just wanted to give a shout out. Brian Kelly. Welcome to Louisiana State University. We are glad to have you, but I've got to tell you one thing, buddy. If you ain't me, you ain't going to be me. Just go Cocho and that ain't you. So don't try to pick up the accent. Don't try to do all the things that you think we need to do in order to win those games. I, you ain't going to be me. You ain't going to have Joe Burrow. You ain't going to have Joe Jefferson. That being said... I'm still going to be around Battle Rouge. I'm still going to run around with my shirt off, do the things that I do and have been doing. So, if you need to just it, be you, Brian. I'll be me. Don't try to eat any gumbo, go, man. I'm going to do the feel side. That being said, do what you got to do, man. Make them wins. Get them to the with that SEC Go Tigers.
4: All right. Texas assistant coach, monkey biting people. To you, sir.
0: To me, yeah.
3: Just so, just so
0: I, I want to make sure I make this clear. I found this two or three weeks ago.
3: Yeah, that story is, it's an old story. That is true.
0: And I decided not to put it into the Fast Five. And Jim found it and said, "We need to talk about this." I, uh, he said, they have a monkey and it bit somebody. I mean, any any pet could potentially be in this situation. So. It's a monkey, I think that's why we make a big deal of it.
3: Ooh, muff. It's not just a monkey that bit somebody. So it bit some trick-or-treaters. And this coach, this is his his stripper girlfriend, who the Has monkey ma- belonged to. Why does it matter? He left, his stripper, wife. Jim. he left his wife for the stripper who had a monkey. And like basically uprooted his life. For the stripper and and her monkey it's a little bit more interesting than ah oh, monkeys bite people what do you want to do what do you say monkeys
0: what but well, what is what
3: does the monkey biting people have to do with the fact that he left his wife for a stripper it goes and- to his his judgment here that this man is just upending his life and by the way hey send your college kid down here with th- with this guy
4: monkey biters all righty monkeys back got it Next up, we have Brent Venables. This is like a breaking, breaking news. Brent Venables, named Oklahoma head coach, ex-defensive coordinator for Clemson.
3: Good for good for Oklahoma. I think this is a solid pick. I think uh, when you lose one offensive genius to get a defensive genius, I'm okay with this. This is good for Oklahoma.
0: Muff? Let's hope he has a good offensive coordinator. That's all I'm going to say.
3: I think it'll happen, Ure, Muff.
4: Ewers transfer transfer portal from Ohio State University.
3: It's you, buddy. You start. It's Don't Muff, me Muff Stern. You're
4: right.
0: Man gets a million dollars in NIL, deal, nil deals through Ohio State and from Columbus, enters a transfer portal because he knows he's not going to be able to start over CJ Stroud.
3: That is the facts. You're going to give the opinion.
0: The the opinion is what the opinion is always going to be with the transfer portal right now. Why'd you go there if you knew that you were going to be in a battle with somebody? And once you know that you're not going to start, you'll leave. This is the, the, what's the Thea Rattler, whatever his name is, Ratliff. This is what we're going to see in college football for years now with the transfer portal being so open. I just don't like it. That's all.
3: I'm going to take the opposite side of you. The guy's going back to Texas. He's going back home. He was a young, fresh out of high school, left high school early, came to Columbus. Yeah, he got the million-dollar deal. Yes, he was the number one recruit out of the class of 2021. So, of course, he was afforded the million-dollar NIL deal, which you and I both say, get that bag, son. But I don't think this has anything to do with starting as much as – I think he was homesick. I feel bad for the kid.
0: We'll see. If he starts next year somewhere, it was about starting.
3: Oh, I think he will start at like a Texas Tech. I don't think he's going to hmm. go to Texas and start. I think he's going to go somewhere where he can start in Texas.
4: Okay. Maybe he goes to Baylor. righty. The next one is a tweet from a friend of mine. Not a loyal listener. Just a, a long time. of mine on the tweeter and he had to get on it alex yeah make this person a loyal listener i'm working on it all right at at these people so the tweet basically in the summarized version said there should be no bowl games there should just be a 16 team playoff and that's it thoughts jim
3: so I think we've all toyed with what there should be in no bowl games. We've all, I think Muff and I have had this conversation before. Uh, that's interesting to do that. As we've noted privately, there's 36 to 42 bowl games. Mm-hmm. To get rid of that many bowl games and reduce it down to 16 means companies don't get paid, which means that teams don't get the opportunity to play for, you know, their PlayStation 5s or the extra privilege of playing a bonus game. You can't reduce it down to 16 and think that people are going to be okay with it. I think it does help the fan, you know, figure out who number one is. I think we all would like to see our team in the playoff, but those other teams have to have somewhere to go to play for some kind of, you know, gym, sports stuff with Jim and Muff. Cup. I,
4: sorry, I'm not a talker. Yeah, Go I,
0: ahead, Mom. I don't get to talk. Um, yeah, 15, in a 16-team playoff, that's 15 games to the side of champion. That's less than half of the 36-ish that we have now, so there's not as much money tapped into it. And again, as I always come back to, if we're really talking about player safety and the fact that these are human student-athletes, Do we really want to toss in an extra one, two, three, four games to make this happen and say that that's okay? I'm going to say no.
4: Okay. Utah had a moment of loudness to honor players Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe during Pac 12 game, Pac 12 title game. Moment of loudness, not moment of silence. Muff?
0: So, Alex, you put this in here. Are these the two students who were killed yes okay that's what i thought so i mean it's... i was more
4: focusing on the moment of loudness versus the moment of silence okay
0: the, the okay the reason not the reason for but the actual that itself yeah. yeah okay yeah Moment of loudness and we think it's something different um I'm, I, I have to imagine this isn't the first time this has happened just maybe the first time I'm we've heard, heard it about before. it um i mean i i like it it's a way to celebrate and not mourn so i'm for it
3: I enjoyed it. I thought
4: that was cool. I agree, agree. I think when you're a football player, never mind. I'm not a talker. I keep reading. I thought it was. Go cool ahead. You have to, Go ahead. You can talk. That's true. I'm. I'm moderating this. I can see whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Um. I no. I thought it was really cool. I mean, they. You know, in that atmosphere, it's supposed to be loud and rowdy and exciting, not quiet and sad. So I liked it. Arkansas Pine Bluff head basketball coach calls a timeout for the team to run wind sprints in the middle of the game. So I
3: texted, I texted basketball guru, Rachel, and we had a chuckle about this. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I don't know why I liked it. I think it's, I think it's, Hard nose, hard ass coaching, but yeah, I think that's what you have to do sometimes.
0: Muff, I'm against this, I'm not for it. Uh, this is a way to degrade your players and oh. put them in a spot where this is only about putting them down. This is militaristic, and if we're going to get on people like Bobby Knight and coaches from the past were doing things that put players down and put them in bad spots this is in the same vein to me just things you can do in practice that you can quote unquote punish your players or put them through conditioning workouts you don't do it in the middle of a game this is what makes people not want to go to programs get this out of the game
3: if you don't you want to go a little a little. Pro- if you don't want to go to a program because you might have to do a, some wind sprints during the game cuz you messed up don't mess up
0: off uh, rebuttal. We're talking about, this is this is a practice situation. Practice the, the wind sprints in the middle of We're a
3: game.
4: Practice.
0: You don't see football players having to run gassers at halftime because they blew an assignment. All you're doing is potentially putting putting these human student athletes in a position to hurt themselves if they are tired, if they like get true. hurt after this. Player safety. Why are we running wind sprints? If they weren't in shape, that's your fault. That's your problem. It's not theirs. You didn't put them in the position to be in shape for that game. Coach's well, problem.
3: I do think they're in shape and they need to refocus. <laughs> oh, <off>. this...
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on a good buzzer noise, too, as they also the guru of weird sound effects. Uh Oh, there's, good, there's a lot of development to my mind right now. C.J. Stroud becomes first player to sweep Big Ten Offensive Awards, Player of the Year, Quarterback of the Year, and Freshman of the Year. Muff?
0: Good for him. You're not going to win the Heisman.
3: Jim? I hate Muff.
4: Um... (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
3: But I actually agree with him. I think good for him. I I think he deserved the the awards that he got, but he's not going to win the Heisman. Do you
4: think there's anyone who does deserves-
0: conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory? He won all of the awards so that he would have a better stock for the Heisman.
3: Oh, I definitely agree. I think they, I think the big 10 plays with those games all of the time, all of the time.
4: Do you think there was any other player of the year candidate?
0: Player of the year. Here's the things I can't think of defensively. Uh, well, I'm defensive end from Michigan. Hutchinson. <laughs>
4: could be all right (laughs) (laughs) that pot has been stirred nba thunder suffer worst loss in nba history losing by 73 points to the grizzly on thursday night
3: i'm not sure like yeah that sucks and if i'm a fan that sucks but is this more to what muff always says games before christmas don't matter
0: I agree in the NBA nobody cares until after Christmas um 73 points all I can say is this is somebody who has done this not to a great degree in the NBA but if you are looking at lines in game live lines and you're like a team is down by 40 or 50 points there's no way this holds out for the rest of the game Water has to find its level and they're at least gonna get it back to like 30 points or lose by 20. And say you were hammering this live line when they were down 20, 30, 40, 50, and it just kept getting worse and you kept on losing those bets. I that to me would be hilarious if somebody was doing that.
3: Well, we should feel bad for them because this is live punishment. And shame. Did they lives.
0: won did they run wind sprints in the middle of the game? I they think probably
3: so. should have uh,
4: to do all right that. and. <laughs> <laughs> The Warriors snap the Suns' 18-game win streak. Steph Curry, do your thing, buddy.
3: Yeah, I don't really care. I'm sorry. Like,
4: I figured that Jim would not have many comments here. This would be the actual quick, quick thoughts because it's yeah. basketball. Steph he's Curry passes Ray Allen for most three-pointers made in NBA history. Dot, dot, dot. Yikes.
3: So my question is, like – What's keeping us from putting Steph Curry in the GOAT status? What is it? Legitimately, I would like to have this open conversation. Why is he not in the GOAT conversation?
0: Because LeBron James is still in the NBA.
3: As okay. long as LeBron
0: James is still in the NBA, Steph Curry will not be mentioned as potential GOAT because that goes against the narrative that the NBA has been pushing so it's for conspiracy. years.
3: So it's conspiracy. And if that's it's what you I'll, say I'll, I'll go with it.
0: I'm not going to say it's conspiracy. I'm just going to say the NBA will not have an open competition for goat status while LeBron James is still in the league.
3: That sounds like a conspiracy to me. Muff. What is your definition here? You're literally saying that the NBA, the overarching organization will not do something because an individual is in the league.
0: Yes. There can only be one king of the castle, Jim. There's They're actively
3: working against everyone else.
4: No, actively. Moving to the MLB. No, 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 no. First. Oh no! No, I respected the buzzer. You respect the buzzer. No, no, no. I
3: respect. I respected the buzzer. You respect the buzzer.
0: Jim, Jim, why Steph Curry the goat just because he passed Ray Allen?
3: Muff, why are you talking when we have the buzzer? I just want. to Follow the rules, Muff.
4: We do have a buzzer.
3: I understand you're a Steelers fan. Follow the rules.
4: Oh, oh, right mlb i'm a, a super and not get flagged it's <laughs> a lockout in the mlb it's the ninth work <laughs> stoppage in league history teams are not allowed to talk to players trade or sign anyone this was done in order to avoid an issue closer to the start of the season that would ultimately delay and cancel games
3: whose turn is it
4: <laughs> muffs are my. all got crazy the last few and just took off so i'm thinking of one or two jim two all right, do you want to go first or second? I want to go first. Okay, go ahead.
3: This lockout is the best news for pirates fans ever.
4: Are you stopping there?
3: Yes. Because I
0: disagree because they got rid of all of their players before the lockout happened. Is that true? Oh honest.
4: <laughs> <know>. Oh man. <laughs> they literally <laughs> the next that We have Pirates Fire Sale. Let's just <laughs> wrap it all into one thought.
0: Oh they got rid of all of their players that did anything for them last year.
3: And then, the and then the yes. lockout. Then the lockout happened. God. yes. Uh, I don't understand why we have a lockout. Like, I don't understand any of it. I haven't followed it. I don't get it. Muff, help.
0: Pretty much baseball is saying this was going to happen at some point. We're going to lock it out now, and we're going to put, put this so that we have to work with each other so that we're not doing this in February, March, and we have to delay the start of the season. So this is like a preemptive strike of... We're going to lock you out now because it's going to force us to have conversations with the Players Association. Jim, remodel? Right.
3: No, thanks. Thanks for education. I'd, yeah. Thanks.
4: All right. Moving on to other news. WTA suspends all events in China. Muff.
0: I'm glad they actually did this, the Women's Tennis Association, because I think it was something like 50 plus percent of the some like their upcoming events over the next three or four months were going to be in China. Um, so that actually is taking money out of the women's tennis association. This is due to obviously the situation with the Chinese player who is, I don't know, I'm going to say under lockdown, although we get images here and there. Um, so yeah, they glad. just
3: have another image that said she was okay, but yeah, I'm saying I'm this,
0: with you. I'm good job, WTA, for taking a stand.
3: Yeah, Tim? I'm with you. I agree. I think that. I think we're going to see more China issues pop up, especially with sports as the Olympics near. I don't want to think this way, I hope I'm not right, but I think we're going to have more issues than we anticipate, than we can foresee right now.
4: Okay, and the last point we have here. Lee Elder dies at 87 years old. He was the first black man to play in the Masters and an honorary starter for the event. I was going to jam it to your turn, but I feel like I'm going to let Muff do this one.
3: Yeah, good call.
4: Yeah, this, I mean,
0: it was within the past year or two, he became an honorary starter. So, that's what does a, that mean? So, the honorary starter was, is Jack Nicholas, was Arnold Palmer and gary player so they on the first on thursday before everyone goes off they are the first people to tee off so it's just an honorary like hey you're going to hit out off the tee and like this is how kind this of is thing. yeah this is how we know that oh this is thursday at the masters and the fact that lee elder was one of those people is i think a huge leap forward in the thinking of uh, augusta national golf club the fact that he broke the color barrier there and that he was quote-unquote invited to be part of that club, which is a pretty prestigious thing.
3: I think that's awesome. Um, Sad that he died, T's and P's. Um, Can we go back to the starter thing for a second? When you hit the ball, if I'm an honorary starter and I hit Mm -hmm. the ball, do I have to play it out all the way to the end or I just hit the ball and somebody goes and gets it?
0: It's a T-ball, just goes out there. Somebody probably just goes and picks it up and brings it back and they put it in like a case and something. Ah yeah this is this is one of those things even with these with these older at, at this point have all been dudes i don't know if there's been a woman honorary starter yet but again the masters is a men's event so that makes more sense I that it wouldn't know. be I, are you saying you know this or are you saying you think
4: no i'm just saying that yeah women
0: because it's a men's event i don't know if you'll ever see it to be honest um but uh it's interesting it's funny because you never know where they hit it you just see them tee it off so there could be like Way right, way left, but nobody cares. They hit the ball. Good job.
3: If I was an honorary starter and I knew somebody was going to get it, and like, I was an old crotchety man. I would whale that thing somewhere like far, far <laughs> right or left. Go get that, buddy. If it went
0: into the woods, they probably wouldn't get it. That's the thing. Aw. <laughs>
3: uh, I guess, you know what? They probably would for that
0: reason of the posterity and putting it yeah. in a case or something. So an honorary starter has to be alive. To hit the T-ball, yes. Yes.
4: Okay. Because that was my first I didn't realize I actively hit the T, and I'm like, well, why do you, like, get kicked off the team when you die? Like, I feel like you should stay on, like, it should be like a Ring of Honor thing, but that makes sense. Gotcha. All right. Well, that is all of our topics today on the quick thoughts. Thank you for keeping it somewhat quick. There were a couple rule infractions that we'll discuss at a later time. This uh, segment will continue to develop because now they've let me in, and I have the creative liberties now.
0: So ends another episode of Sports Stuff with Jim Hanmoff.
3: It happens. I thought this was a good good one. New segment. Working out okay. Good NFL breakdown. I'm sad college is, you know, at bowl season. I hate when when we're at the end. But good show. Good show.
0: Last, here we are. Thanks, as always, to the Loyal Listener Club. Get more people involved, especially as we get into bowl season. And as we wrap up the NFL season, get closer to the playoffs, tag someone to start listening to the show at them on Instagram, Twitter, get them in on the Facebooks, do what you got to do on the socials and live out the motto of this show. And that is tell a friend, make a friend,
3: be Be a
2: friend." friend.